This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Arsenal transfer target Martin Zubamendi has supposedly chosen the club as his next destination. Whilst Liverpool's win sends them clear at the top of the Premier League table, but there could be further bad news for them in the case of Mohamed Salah. Hello and welcome to the Gunnar Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every single morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for joining me and making this part of your morning routines. Uh, Hope you've had a good weekend. Hope you're ready to start the week in style. If some of you are on the way to work or school or on the bus or the train or in the car right now, then I hope that the week does indeed treat you well. This is going to be a shorter show for myself as well because, of course, I'm going to be hopping on a train very soon, heading up to the office in Canary Wharf uh, for a chat about what is going to be going on in the world of football.london for the rest of this year at least. So I'm looking forward to that. But it does mean today's show will be uh, condensed down. So we'll do a quicker, shorter news section and then we'll try and spread out the questions for as long as as we can. So do bear that in mind. Uh, Good morning to Damien, to Rich, to Ara, Silky, Steve, Dominic, Dave, uh, NSW, Wilson, Amira, Carl. Um, We've got Old Dave and Blackshine, Steve Coots and Paul and Rowan. Uh, also, we've got Angela, Jean, Marcus, Ismail, Barry, uh, Martin, Maximius, Dell, and Wendy. Thank you so much, guys and girls, for tuning in. It is very much appreciated. And uh, I hope that all of your weekends were fantastic. I love this one from Rory, who says, Morning, Tom. First live show I've made in a long while. Regular Spotify listener. It's always great to hear. And you've got the audio listeners as well tuning in for our morning shows. If you do listen on audio platforms, please leave us a five-star review. And also, if you listen on iTunes, leave us a kind uh, written review as well, telling me um, how how beautiful I am. That would be great. So thank you for that. Um, Let's move into today's story, shall we? Um, Premier League results from the weekend on Sunday. Sheffield United 2, West Ham Two, uh, but the key result from an Arsenal perspective, of course, that Liverpool game. Nil-nil at half-time against Bournemouth before four goals in the second half really did put um, Irola's team to the swords. And an impressive performance, of course, without key players like Trent Alexander-Arnold, without Mohamed Salah and without uh, Dominic Zoboslai either, um, pulling off a very significant win, putting them again uh, clear, five points clear of Arsenal at the top of the Premier League table and opening up that goal difference gap to, I think, around seven now as well. So certainly one to keep an eye on. And Arsenal know that they'll have to beat Forest and probably have to beat Liverpool if they've got a hope of staying in this title race. If Arsenal were to lose to Liverpool, you can't help but think that that might be a gap that is too assailable 
even so for Arsenal. Uh, sticking with Liverpool, though, Salah is expected now to return to England to continue his rehabilitation from what is a hamstring injury suffered at the AFCON Cup of Nations. Jurgen Klopp confirmed that he could indeed return to the AFCON if they were to make the final, which does, of course, put into doubt whether or not um, Salah will be available and fit and ready to play against Arsenal at the start of February. There are expectations now that Trent Alexander-Arnold, Andrew Robertson and Zoboslai could all be back for that game against Arsenal. We will have to wait and see, of course, and get team news closer to the time. Now, moving into some brief transfer stories, according to Fabrizio Romano, Atletico Madrid have now joined the race with a very sought-after Arta Vermeeren, the Belgian international currently plying his trade at Royal Antwerp, has had a really solid season. I mean, still a teenager, 21 games in the Belgian league, a goal and three assists. He's played six Champions League games, got a goal and two assists in those two games, uh, in those six games rather, as well. And it's raised his market value quite considerably. He's a central midfielder that can also play in the defensive side of things as well. So, He's a player and a profile that would suit what Arsenal are looking for. And if they want to try and bring in some young stars, Vermeeren certainly does fall into that category. But Arsenal are amongst a huge number of clubs that are looking at Vermeeren. So if they are to be successful in signing the young Belgian talent, they're going to have to strike not only early, but seriously. He's already a senior Belgium international, got two caps for them as well. So one to watch out for. But Arsenal may struggle to compete um, if indeed that the rise of the price starts going up dramatically, which it is expected to do. Uh, but our headline transfer story of the day in this rapid-fire show is that according to Spanish outlet Nacional, Martin Zubamendi has picked Arsenal as his next club. The Real Sociedad midfielder who has been linked for Arsenal for quite some time. Arsenal had extensive scouting and research into the player and he's seen to be, we've talked about before, as the next Sergio Busquets and the heir to that position in the Spanish national side. Well, could it be that Arsenal move for Zubamendi to be the guy to anchor their midfield, to be the long-term replacement for Thomas Partey and allow Declan Rice to be more of a box-to-box midfielder with Zubamendi sitting and holding in that deeper midfield position. We will have to wait and see if Arsenal move for the player who has a release clause of upwards of £40 million, but it does mean that they would not need to negotiate with the Real Sociedad, who are a very difficult side to uh, negotiate good deals for players for. Um, but Arsenal have a good relationship with the club, of course, following that loan uh, with Kieran Tierney that was signed for the course of this season. So that's certainly worth bearing in mind as well. Let's go to part two and your questions right after this. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
Right then, uh, let's jump into the chat box and go through some of your questions. Um, let's go to James says, sure, he will be fit uh, just in time for the Arsenal game. Yes, that is what we can expect. Uh, Manji says, Tom, why would Zubamendi say goodbye to his teammates if Arsenal haven't put a bid in yet? It's a very good point and a very, very fair question to ask. Um, I'm assuming that maybe there's something about a loss in, in translation with this story. It seems a bit odd that he would say goodbye. I think it's more so that he's expecting to say goodbye to his teammates in terms of you can expect me to leave in the summer. And if it is indeed Arsenal, uh, that it turns out to be the club that he moves to, that would be, I think, great. I think it'd be a really great option for Arsenal to add to their squad of players. So let's follow that story. Uh, Nexus, a massive happy birthday to you. I hope you have a really fantastic day, my friend. Thank you for joining us and being such a dedicated supporter of the channel. I can see that people in the chat have already wished you well wishes today as well. So that's great to see that community spirit coming through once again. AFC uh, Till I Die says, uh, did you see the video of Ivan Tony moving the line for his free kick? Yes, I did. Um, I did see it. And I mean, cheeky, very, very cheeky. He got away with it. He scored. Um, in my view, VAR can't get involved because it's not involved in the rules. That said, maybe they should tweak the rules so it can get involved in that sort of thing. Um, I didn't like the, I haven't liked the the reaction a lot of people have had to the coverage of Ivan Tony over the course of this week. It is worth pointing out that the ban that he has received follows, of course, the breaking of rules, but it stems from an addiction that it is really important to point out the seriousness of that addiction um, and that there should be an element of support given to Ivan Tony. He served his punishment. He's now back and he's playing. I really don't understand why people are obsessed with bringing that up, considering it is a quite a serious thing to be um, talking about. Uh, Gary says, morning, TGT crew and Tom. Great results Saturday. It was a nice game to be there to witness. We were under no pressure at all. And until the last 20, didn't even get out of second gear. And there's something to be said, Gary, maybe about that being a criticism that we didn't get out of second gear. Maybe we should have done more to, to try and be a little bit more dangerous in the game. But I do see where you're coming from and uh, I hope at least um, that what we see from Arsenal is is a little bit more energy, a little bit more uh, electricity, if you like, from their team. Uh, Nell says, I was buzzing to see Smith Rowe get some game time on Saturday. Do you think this is the beginning of a lot more minutes and maybe a start against Forest? I don't know if it'll be a start against Forest, but I'm hoping you're right that it is the start of potentially more and more minutes for Emil Smith-Rowe during the course of this season. James says, am I the only person who wouldn't make any signings this January? Probably. Or maybe you might not be the only one. Um, I certainly would if we could. Um, but uh, I think you're probably the only one that uh, <laughs> is choosing not to make any signings during this window. Yeah, Arsenal need to strengthen if they can. But it's very, very difficult for us to be able to do that during this window. Uh, Mo Ma D Mix says, uh, Morning, Tom. Are you worried uh, with the lack of transfer activity or do you feel the squad can manage the rest of the season? I'm concerned as to, in relation to the last question as well, I'm concerned that we don't have enough depth to take us through until the end of the season. However, I can't be critical of the lack of transfer business because, of course, we can't go out and just spend loads of money we can try and find a player on loan, but that is really difficult to do. I hope that we bring in some reinforcement between now and the end of the window. But if you look across the Premier League, no clubs are doing business besides the likes of Spurs, who obviously sold Harry Kane in the summer, giving them plenty of freedom to do business. And they're taking advantage of that, of course, as well. But uh, yeah, it's, it's not looking likely uh, at all. 
Um, Burris says, Girona won again last night to continue their insane run at the top of La Liga. Which Girona player would you bring to Arsenal in the summer? Well, Arsenal are after a striker and, and Dovbik is doing a fantastic uh, run of form. He scored six in his last seven or seven in his last six games, I think. Hat-trick last night um, and helped turn the scoreline around. They're in a brilliant campaign. Uh, by Leverkusen, top of the Bundesliga, of course, as well. I would say that there is so many times where a streaker, a streaker, a stri- that's a very different thing, a striker would have a very uh, kind of re- informed season and then they just flitter away. Um, all the hype, all the noise around them last for about a year and then it disappears. So you've got to be careful that you don't fall into that trap and that you can recognize that there is a, there's evidence suggests that that player can sustain their form, not only in another league, but into the long term as well. Uh, Eamon says, is Zimamendi the player that we need to help us win the league? Absolutely. We do need the depth in midfield. We do need the quality um, added to the middle of the park. Uh, He's not the only player that we need to win the league, but he certainly would be a huge contributor to Arsenal's scope of winning the league. So, yes. Uh, Answer to your question? Absolutely yes. Um, Let's go to... Chris says, fake negative fans are back. We win one game against a rubbish Palace team and now we're going to win the league, are we? Chris, sometimes I really... I'm I'm genuinely a little bit sometimes, Chris, concerned. Sometimes you've got to enjoy life, mate. Uh, Arsenal have won a game. We've won 5 0. Uh, no one's saying, I think we're going to win the league off the back of it. You just got to enjoy life a bit more, uh, is what I would be my uh, advice to you. We won 5 0. You're an Arsenal fan. Enjoy it. You know, it's, I'm not talking about winning the league. We're talking about taking each game as it comes. And in, when we get to the next game against Forest, we'll analyze that game as and when it comes. We're not top. We're still five points off top. No one's talking about winning the league at the moment. The only people that actually, ironically, are talking about. The, the winning the league thing is those people that are calling for Arteta's head and saying that if he doesn't do that, he has to go. So the irony is, I think, actually the other way around. Um, and Asimov says, good question, Tom. Which streaker would you bring on in this window? <laughs> You'll bring one on to distract um, Alisson in goal while Arsenal put one into an open net. Maybe that's the strategy. Uh, Unique Media says, Tom, most clubs aren't buying, so maybe we're doing the right thing. It's not necessarily about doing the right or the wrong thing. It's just about doing what you can and cannot do. And Arsenal cannot spend huge sums of money during this January window whatsoever. I mean, can't spend sums of money during this window. And it is represented across the January transfer window in terms of Premier League teams as well. Uh, A. Rabes says, Tony's link-up play was very good at the weekend. I've been sceptical of him, but I'm convinced that he would be a significant upgrade on Jesus and would be a 20-plus goal a season striker. Well, he's not done that from a non-penalty goal-scoring perspective. He scored in the Premier League. He's not you know, been able to really go beyond 14 goals, which is what we saw last season. I think it was around seven or eight non-penalty goals a season before that. So we could hope. We don't get too many penalties, it's worth pointing out. So it's not like that would be a game-changer. Of course, the goal yesterday didn't come from open play either. It was from a free kick, which was scored in controversial circumstances. Um, but his all-round game did look good. It's how he now reacts to returning to football full-time. But he was doing a lot of work on fitness. It's now about becoming sharp in those games as well. Uh, Mikey says, I watched our game on replay, Tom. We made distinctive changes. It's evident that we reflected a lot and created and exploited space far more efficiently. And I feel better now because of it. Well, good of it. I think that's good, Mikey. I think it's important to go back and watch games. It gives you a better understanding, a better appreciation for what we do during those games. Alani says, Sesco or Ivan Tony, Probably Ivan Tony, depending on the price tag. The thing about Sesco is that, well, he'd be cheaper. He's got a £42 million release clause. He's not starting too many games. Um, he's still very young, very raw. If you want someone to try and win you a title, 
Benjamin Sesko is probably not that guy. He's only 20 years of age. Uh, he start, he's played 15 games, 485 minutes of football this season. He started the last two. Both of those games Leipzig have lost. He's a good talent, but Benjamin Sesko is overhyped. Um, in ter- I-, I talked about him when he was at Salzburg. I knew who he was. I enjoyed him. I talked about him as a potential younger option that we can do, but it's got to the stage now where he's actually being overhyped now. We have reached the level of Benjamin Sesko being talked about in circles that he should not be being talked about yet. He's still very young. He's still very raw. He is not the guy. He doesn't upgrade on Gabriel Jesus. He He's barely an upgrade on Eddie Nketiah at the moment because that's his age. That's where he's at in terms of his analysis. So Ivan Tony would absolutely be the choice. It depends on the price tag, of course. I wouldn't pay $100 million for Ivan Tony, But you know, if you want someone to come in and make more of an impact, Tony's going to make way more of an impact than Benjamin Sesko is going to do. Um, Wilson says, what did you think of Erdegaard's performance? I liked it. People said they were critical of it. I think that he was really important in trying to make us uh, incisive and penetrative into the opposition's box. Um, he was important and involved in pretty much every single move that built up to our goals beside, of course, the counter-attacking one. He's really key for what we need to do, and he's really, really important for that as well. Um Let's go to uh, Dixon says, I find it strange that when Arsenal win a game like we did against Palace, some fans think we won because our opponents were rubbish. Are we that negative and don't expect our team to win? Dixon, at the end of the day, what you've got to expect is there's a spectrum. And along that spectrum of supporters, you have different extremes. At one end of that spectrum is the Arteta haters. At one end of that spectrum is the toxic positivity. You know, you are going to find extreme views at the end of both of the ends of this spectrum. From my, I stand in the middle. I'm very central. I think I look at the fact of objectively, I think we praise what deserves to be praised and we defend what needs to be defended. At the end of the day, some people don't like that and some people think that even being in the middle leans slightly towards um, the defence of Arteta even. But that would probably be because he deserves to be defended more than he deserves to be praised, more than he deserves to be critiqued at the moment. So there are always going to be some fans that are like that because everyone's different, Dixon. So it's just about how you deal with those uh, disagreements. We'll be doing some phone-in shows, I think, this week, in which I'm sure, hopefully, we'll find out if some of those at uh, the end of the spectrum will come on and have a chat about Mikel Arteta and where we're at as a club. Uh, Gary says, I agree, Tom. It was a flat game in the first half. We played a lot better this season and lost. Uh, it was perplexing that we were 2-0 up at halftime, and that's why set-pieces are crucial. It's, it's football. Like You're not going to play well every single game. And you're right. We've played worse um, than that and uh, obviously lost and won games. We've played better than that and lost games. So it is obviously just the game. It's the sport. And that's what creates the what we enjoy so much, the unpredictability of it all. So, yeah, it's, it's certainly worth bearing in mind. Uh, Wilson says, do you think that FFP is affecting football's club's abilities of signing players and why? It's more profit and sustainability than FFP. We've talked about this quite a length, but Arsenal obviously have made significant losses in terms of player ins and player outs over so many years that it has caught up with us and we're going to need to to be a little bit more chill with spending this window and and we'll get a bit more freedom of that in the summer, but we're going to have to sell in the summer. We're going to have to sell well in the summer as well to be able to do more of what we want to do as a club in the market. Right, we're going to end the show there. I said it was going to be a shorter one and apologies that it is. I'm going to be shooting off to get a train this morning to head into the office. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning with a longer show for you guys and girls, um, but we'll also have a evening show. I've got a few planned up this week um, to be taken on around five o'clock most evenings. So do make sure you tune into the channel at five o'clock from Tuesday onwards. We're hoping to bring you a show each day, in fact, um, 
in the afternoon as well as the evening. So make sure you subscribe and turn those notifications on so you never miss it. Have a fantastic start to your weeks. Stay safe, stay well, stay happy. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.